Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. I like yes. low key, high key. I want to say low key. I high key miss y'all. I feel like I haven't spoken to our peoples in a long time, even though we spoke a week ago. But yeah. my life has been a freaking whirlwind since. So it just feels oh. like it's like a little off schedule. So I'm like, I miss y'all. Nikki, I miss you. I miss you too. It's funny, right? How like a couple days can just do that. Just like shifting the schedule. You're like, oh man, I don't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. We're not recording this. Something's (laughs) off. I miss my people. I miss talking to y'all. Yes. Yeah, yes, so we're yes. here. We're here. We're here. We're back. We're here. Uh how how was your weekend, Miss Yentel? Tell us. Oh my gosh. Mm. So yes. much. I mean, really not, but I was in New Orleans for the past week and awesome. It was a good fucking time. It was <sighs> a good time. I ate nothing vegan. <laughs> Let's just put that out there first. Almost 90% of the shit I ate was non-vegan friendly. Um, But like I couldn't go to New Orleans and not have a beignet. I couldn't go to New Orleans and like not have um, char-grilled oysters. Like, come on. Like there's some things about the New Orleans experience are just like, if you don't come back and say you didn't have that, it's like damn near sacrilegious. So, right. um, But yeah, so I was not very vegan (laughs) on this trip, but it was just, it's fun. It's such a great city. It's, it's a, a city that embraces you for who you are. <laughs> not you want, not your aspirations, not, your <laughs> not who you want to be, <laughs> not who you want to be, whatever you come to, wherever, however you show up in that bitch, that's, that's, that's the person they will love forever. And it's just beautiful. a great city. If you like, yeah, I love it. Mm. I love it. If you like mm. food, jazz, um, sexy New Orleans accents, which, oh my God, I don't know. I'm not a huge Southern accent fan, but New Orleans accents are like, whew, really? you can just say anything to me. Read the fucking like, phone book guy. I think it's super attractive. Um, I, can't, I can't even yeah, place it. If you want to eat and like, listen to jazz, baby. What oh, you mean, baby? Right. Oh. That's right. That's oh, right. So That's nice. it. Yep. You got it. Yes, wow. Baby. Baby. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, what, what did I do? I see. I said we did a couple of tours, like some cheesy stuff. But my favorite thing we did was um, I did a bike tour starting at 10 o'clock at night. I think I got home at one o'clock. So it's probably around two, two and a half hours. Um, of like not just the French Quarter, but just like the city, like running along the Mississippi, not running, but biking along the Mississippi River, seeing everything at night. And the coolest part of that experience was that 
the tour, uh, all the bikes came like super lit. Like they were just like lights, um, like around Ooh. the whole bike. So like it just like lit up as we, we, I think it was like 20 of us as we're running around the city with these super bright lights on our bikes and multiple colors. So it was really fun. And of course, like that time of night, everyone's out. So people are just like shouting and yelling at us. And like, we put a little bell ding, 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 and like, it was really, really fun. <laughs> it was fun. Super, super nice. fun. And then like the tour guide behind us, like drove in his truck. So blasting music. So like, it was like a fully like immersed, got some bounce music. A lot of the people who did the tour were locals, which was great. So they introduced me to some bounce music, bounce, little Ooh. big Frida. If you guys are into mm-hmm. that, it was really, really like a really cool tour. I would love to do something like that in any city. Hell, like it doesn't even matter. Just like doing a bike tour. Of course, the weather has to be nice. Not, right. not when I come back to Maryland and it's fucking 50. Like what? I'm wearing a sweater and a coat tonight. Yeah. Like what is going on? Trash. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Trash. Um, so that's yeah, I left a place I was 87 and like a nice breeze. Like it wasn't super humid yet. So like that part was it was like just nice. It was just like a really relaxing uh trip. I'm sure I gained 10 pounds, but I'm okay with that. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. You you had to what the fuck the else are you gonna do good. in New Orleans? Not right. Ah. right. Ah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, that's awesome. What's going on in your world, babe? Oh, what I do, what I do. Um, not much. Probably the well, got to see um got to see a friend, uh another friend from uh high school, got to hang out and catch up. Her her husband and the baby. Uh, which was lovely. Mm-hmm. He is adorable. Um, it's just, it always trips me out when, you know, friends have kids and then you start to see the beginnings of the personality and this little one truly, you start to see it coming out. So it's adorable and wonderful. Um, Are you going to babysit? Then, huh. Um, Okay, so I think I could and I would up until Mm -hmm. a certain age. So I think like, (laughs) I think like three. Uh, And then because he's like, he's he's already well, no, he's walking and he's running. He's already running around. So yeah, that that I don't know. I, I would love to. I think I would say yes up until the point that he's like three. And then I feel like at three, just based on what I've seen of this little man, he's just going to take off. Like, I don't know. Like the one thing I said to my friend was that I did not know how she and her husband kept up with him because he just like, (laughs) he didn't tire out. Like he was just running around and granted we were in, um, kind of like a play room. So, you know, which was Mm -hmm. wonderful and comfy. And I feel like I should just go down there to do work. Um, But (laughs) like it it really was, it was so nice. It was so relaxing, but um, yeah, the whole time he was just running around and I swear to you, I got tired just watching him. Cause I'm like, how are you not tired yet? But whole time just running around uh yeah so i don't know if (laughs) in a year from now i can only imagine like how much more energy he would have and 
you know, maybe then he'd be that given his like, I don't know, the level of just what he's able to do. Like, I don't know. Will he be riding a bike at that point? I don't know. Like, I don't know that I could keep up with this kid. So I say that to say I would love to. I just do not know if in a year's time I would be able to. Nor Or do I think my friend would want me to because... I mean, would you like... <laughs> I mean, have you ba- ever babysat? Like, you know, in your life? Not that young. Not not that young. They've always okay. been, okay. yeah, like like seven or eight, like okay. much okay. older. Yeah, not that young. Not that young. So that that's why I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know how to deal with young toddlers. Like, ah, uh, what do I do? And mm-hmm. now they can run, <laughs> so I'm not sure. Ah, uh, so no, I. Again, I'm not I'm not opposed to it, but I also would have my husband. So let's be honest, like on my own, probably not. But my husband is much better with children and I'm sure mm-hmm. he would just be there to kind of make sure nothing crazy happens. So, you know what? I changed my answer. It would be a yes. So long as my okay. husband was there. So, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> you need assistance. Fair enough. Fair right, enough. Exactly. I get it. Exactly. Um and then the the next day, or no, actually it was the same day, but it was just later in the day we did, which I loved. It was the first time we did this um, cooking class. So there's a, a yes, yeah, yeah. What so kind there's of a cooking s- class. What type? Uh, this one was like Italian seafood. I think it was. Yes. I think that was the theme. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was great. It was so much fun. It was like a, a BYOB. Um, so mm-hmm. initially we were like, oh no, we're not going to drink. And then we got there and everyone had brought something. And so oh, we're like, yeah. oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what we were thinking. And then no, everyone we brings were, the bottle. Right. And so we're, <laughs> we're still kind of like on the fence, like, well, we're already here. Like, ah, I guess we'll be okay. And then the chef that was running it, she was like, oh no, the liquor store across the street will deliver. She's like, oh no, they'll bring it right here. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she was like, they'll bring it right here. So we put in an order. Sure enough, like within five minutes, they came right to us, right to our little, you know, cooking station. So, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. The food. What did was- you make? We made, uh, let's see. So one dish was sole, I'm going to mispronounce it, piccata, where it's like, okay, yeah, it's a yep. fish. Yeah, with like butter, capers, lemon, delicious. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. one was uh, mussels. I have not had and that some... with fish. I've had it with uh, chicken Ooh. instead, chicken piccata. So oh, that's, that's right. that would be interesting. Sole. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I totally didn't put that together. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, goodness. Okay. So that was one. The other one was the mussels and like some sort of, I forgot, it was like a tomato broth, which was delicious. That's my my jam. Mussels are my jam. So good. So good. Um, Another dish was, so there was four dishes. So another one was... Mm -hmm shrimp like some sort of shrimp and tomato sauce uh okay. what, what was the last one shrimp mussels oh um we made like uh homemade calamari so they you we oh, got to cut perfect, up the, the squid yeah got to do that Fried. 
Yes, fried. Yes, yes, yes. Delicious, delicious. Now, question, Miss Nikki. Are you going to take any of these recipes and do them in your home? Oh, absolutely. So that, so this- this is why I appreciated it because when we got there and I'm, I'm looking at the menu or at least I knew ahead of time what we were going to be making. Cause you know, that's how you mm-hmm. sign up for the class. You get to kind of take a look and get a sense of what you'd be doing, but you don't see right. the recipe. So you just see the dishes. Right. right. So I, in my head was like, Oh man, this is about to be complicated. Like I, I don't know that I could replicate any of this at home, but beautiful, lovely uh, realization is that it act, the, all those men, uh, all those recipes were fairly simple. And I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be a lot more complicated um, than what they actually were. So yes, I, I'm all about the, um, the shrimp. The calamari was even easy. Uh, I think I learned that probably the biggest part of that is the um, is the flour that you use? It's a cornmeal flour, and that really mm-hmm. just made it pop. Uh, yeah, I I absolutely want to do those dishes at home. And like I said, it was I was so surprised at how straightforward they were. I mean, you know, some of the stuff was like prepping, so obviously getting fresh squid and having to cut that up that, you know, that could take a little bit of time, but Mm -hmm. in terms of what you actually, the ingredients that you actually needed, it was not complicated. It wasn't anything like that you wouldn't be able to like readily find in a a basic supermarket. You didn't need to get any kind of like, Oh, this Italian orange liqueur that's made from oranges from (laughs) Naples. Like, no, none of that. None of that. It was great. It was it was a really really good but time. The, and they, I think that's like the best part of like I would say the majority of recipes that people in general love are super right. simple. You know, maybe yeah, five ingredients I, or less. Yeah. Yes. 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 Exactly. That's exactly what it was. I was so surprised. I really really was. It was literally just like for the piccata. Like I don't know why I thought it was going to be complicated, but it was just like white wine so maybe that maybe if you're not somebody who has white wine readily available or whatever you don't have it in the home that but other than that it's it's like lemon uh capers butter i think that's it i think that's literally it yeah uh maybe some salt and pepper that's it right salt right salt and pepper salt and pepper right but nothing I don't, maybe parsley, but I, I feel like that was on top. That wasn't even like you put mm-hmm. it into the sauce. It was just something you threw on top to make it pretty. But uh, yeah, it, I would love to do it again. We're we're already kind of looking at the menu to see what else is going on. They have tons of classes. So if when the next time you make it out to us, let me know because I will sign oh, us in. A bitch yes. loves a cooking class. I've done two in the last like month and a half. So I am Really? In. Wait, which ones yeah. did you do? Yeah. Which ones? I did a... The first one I did was a Vietnamese food. And the Ooh. second one I did was Southern food. So yeah, they're they're big here too. Wow. Nice was Vietnamese fun, crazy? date night or... No, like, like you said, like they keep it simple too. <laughs> they just use oh, things wow. that I don't really have in my pantry but Mm. it's five ingredients or less so wow it's okay mm -hmm. 
Ooh. I love a cooking class. Like, sign me the fuck up. I I did not think it would be yeah. that fun. I I thought <laughs> I thought it oh, was going to so be a fun. moment. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a moment of like competition between like me and my husband. No, I'm no. happy to report. <laughs> I know it was. <laughs> It was it was truly a team building exercise. Um, For sure. So yes, it was it was a good time. But And like yeah. there's wine involved. So like I mean, oh, how yeah. bad could it be? Oh yeah. yeah. Did oh, you get, and they I know had, you guys did Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say they also made uh I we did not know that going in, but they made uh fresh bread. So there was like delicious bread okay. that you could like dip into the respective sauces and it was delicious. Uh, yes. Uh, did yes. you guys have a dessert? No, no, no okay. dessert. Yeah. It was just, just those, the meals and our, and our alcohol. <laughs> that was hey, it. Sounds, sounds wonderful <laughs> as well. Sounds oh, wonderful. Well, you had a good weekend, Miss Nikki. I did. We did. It was a good time. Got a lot in there. Um, I'm tired. Like I, I think also that's yeah, the other same. thing. Like just, I know, like just a lot. Uh, need to recover, but time well spent with good food and good people. So no complaints. It was a uh, yeah. It was a good time. That's it. That's yeah. all we did. That was yeah. I feel the same way. I haven't gotten a good night's rest in many days. So, and I got back oh, in man. last night at one o'clock in the morning. Um, so I am like, I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. <laughs> did you wait? Did you go sleep? to work today? I did. Well, beanie, no. you mean roll over and open my laptop? Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that happened. That that's, definitely that's happened. Enough. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And because I was there for a, a few days, I was working um, in New Orleans as well. So, you know, oh, that remote okay. life takes take your work with you. Love that for me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's some oh, pluses for you. to being fully remote. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Oh my goodness. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. What and what we talking about today? Because I, I got some you... stuff to bring to the congregation. The con- <laughs> some shit to bring to the congregation so well, y'all ready go ahead i'm ready for the sermon <laughs> go ahead please all right let's please go do. all right so um we're gonna keep it a little throwback whatever day this is wednesday thursday whatever um <laughs> i want to talk today about a show that has like really impacted my formative years like i would say between eight about 16. Oh, wow. <laughs> like a good, yes. yeah, probably good. I would say more than that, actually, because I think I watched this show up until college when I was really, really into it. So I would give it a good 10 to 15 years where I was heavily, hmm. heavily, heavily uh, um, influenced by okay. the show called The Real World. Um, whoop, 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 I remember being, yeah. right? I remember being super <laughs> young and watching... I think the first season, and it was probably already in syndication because I, I yeah, it was already in syndication because I remember the summer when I first watched it, um, mm-hmm. one of the seasons, it was, uh, I want to say Los Angeles. So it may have mm-hmm. been a year or two after it actually aired 
as a uh, active show. But you know, mm-hmm. MTV has a long history of playing shit over and over and yep. over and over. Yep. You know, ridiculousness, which I've never seen, by the way. But if you look at the TV guide or the little preview thing on your your television, they play ridiculousness probably out of 24 hours a day, 23 hours a day. But, you know, history, they they do the same with their real worlds back in the day. Anyway, I started there. I love the show. I love the premise of the show. Um, as a youngin, there was obviously a lot of nuance I did not understand, but it definitely exposed um, me to like abortion, being gay, All right. things that I heard of in my young, you know, my from my mom, you know, her mom, my mom's explanation as a young kid, but never seen in 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 real life. You know, I was super young. I was under ten when I think I started watching the real world. So this was kind of like an in your face, not really appropriate, but whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> um and I grow I grew with the show. I, you know, and what what brings me to this topic is I don't know if everyone knows this, but they have taken some of these older seasons from the nineties and two thousands and they're starting this spinoff show called Real War Homecoming, where they're taking the cast, and I'm assuming everyone has to agree to do it. They're taking different casts and basically doing a reunion season. So it's like mm-hmm. a 10 episode thing. It's nothing too crazy, but they're taking everybody, bringing them back to where whatever location they filmed at. So whether it's New York, LA, and in this case, I'm going to talk about, excuse me, I'm going to talk about New Orleans, which mm-hmm. funny enough, I was there a weekend. Um, right. And kind of like, not saying rehashing old stuff because everyone's fucking grown, especially those early seasons. They're older than us. They're in their forties and fifties in the yep. early seasons. So, but yep. you know, seeing how, you know, the di- dynamic is you know, 30, 20, 30 years later, how people have grown. Some people have not grown, which is very interesting that I've learned. And yeah. So they have filmed a real world homecoming for two seasons, which were the first two, which was uh, New York and LA. And now they oh, skipped wow. some seasons in between, actually a lot. And that's probably because I think the rule is everyone has to agree to come back to do it. So they have skipped from oh. the first two in the early 90s to the early aughts, the early 2000s, which is fantastic right? for me because yes. I was like 14 and like, you know, a little more cognizant of the world. And we are at mm-hmm. the New Orleans cast. And I will say New Orleans was one of my favorite, favorite seasons ever. So when I saw advertisement for this season, I lost my shit. I had heard about it <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, that's a cool concept. Whatever. It's New York and L.A. I was super young. I don't really have much of a emotional memory towards it, but I, I know about the show. I've seen clips. I've seen some of the episodes, but whatever. Was it? They really care. But when they <laughs> when I heard that New Orleans was up up to bat, I was like, okay, all right, whatever I gotta buy, I gotta buy it. So by the way, guys, if you are not watching it, it is on Paramount TV, which is like an app. Uh, I was just gonna it, it's ask not you. Free, but it's yeah. honestly, it's but it's four dollars for the it's per month. So once this season's right, well, over, I'm turning this shit off. But it will not break the right. bank. It's four dollars. Um, right. And I am getting my whole life. It's actually very well done. Um, Like I said, early real world tackled real issues. It wasn't just people like trying to get on reality TV to like 
you know, be a social media influencer. Right. Um, people came on there really to share their stories back then. And I think that's what I think many people connected with these, this series because it was just such a good show. Well done. People came on there in their, their early twenties. No one was more than yep. 24, 25 cut right out of college. If they went and they mm-hmm. had real shit in this season, for example, there's a guy named Danny, so, Nikki, did you watch this? Did you Wait, watch where this? Was, just, where, so, where, where were you in this? Yeah. So I was trying to remember. So um, I think so early 2000s, I would have been college. And I'm trying to remember the New Orleans one. Is that the one with the with the black dude who was like, I will die, I will die. Yes, baby, yes, baby. Yes, that was him? Yes. That's, that's, that's yes. part of the season. Yep, come I remember. I tonight. Tonight. Yes. Come on, be my baby. <laughs> yep. I remember. Yes. Yes. That was, it was a good, I think, I think that might've been, wait, I'm trying to remember. That might've been the season. Was that the season when, yeah, it was, it was a season with 9-11. I think that was the season where Mm, 9-11 happened. It was right before 9-11. Yeah. Oh, it was right before. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Right before 9-11. Okay. Um, and by okay. the way, that cast member name is David, who gave us the greatest song on earth, Come and Be My Baby Tonight. <laughs> but <laughs> um, there was another cast member named <laughs> there was another cast member named Danny. Um, he was 22, fresh out of college from Georgia. He was gay. And at the time, he was dating a man who was in the military. And if we know anything about the 90s and being gay in the military, when Clinton was in office, they enacted Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which is basically a a law that was, Mm -hmm. hey, we don't care if you're gay, but the moment you say something, you got to go. So that law was very, very hard on people who were living, trying to just trying to live their fucking life. So he brought a guy on the show who he was dating or that was his boyfriend onto the show. Oh, um, wow. But what MTV did, because he was like a higher, he was a very high rank ranking, um, uh, you know, per- service member. And yeah. they blurred his face. They blurred wow. his face because there would be extreme repercussions I know this is 2000. Oh 2000. my gosh. There would be such repercussions in his career. He'd be kicked out of the military. Like this is like, this happened 20 years ago, y'all. This isn't like, you know, oh, back in the day. No, 20 right. years. This was a right. rule. If you could not, you could not announce your sexuality when you were in the military. And it was just right. repealed in the Obama administration. So let's, you know, let's think about that as well. That's not yeah. that long ago either. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, they blurred his face the entire time. He came on like one or two episodes to visit Danny while he was mm. at the house, and they blurred him. And like how? And like you know, twenty two years later, um, mm-hmm. Danny talks about his experience after the show and like how he became not a an unofficial advocate for being gay. Like people coming mm-hmm. up to him saying, "You changed my life," and like he's been dealing with this for t- over twenty years, and like. That's like a lot of weight for a 21 year old. And, you know, there's a lot of like emotional stuff. He tried to date that guy in the military, but he said they dated for like eight Mm -hmm. years. So like, and it was a tough relationship because when they still, even though they did the show, they still can be public with each other because he was in the military. Um, Right. Yeah. So there's like, you know, there's like 
good TV. And I'm, I'm a grown up now. So like, I don't need the party and go out every night. I don't want those stories. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun to watch when I was 14, 15. Cause I'm like, Oh, I haven't, I haven't been out drunk at a club yet. That was exciting to watch, but now like I need right. a little more, something a little more meat, a little more mm-hmm. substance. So watching these people 22 years later, talk about, you know, what happened after the show. I, I, I listened to an interview. There's another girl on there who was black and Filipino. Called, her name is Melissa, who was the oh, comic yes. for the show. And yes, and still is, yes. by the way, because even in the new season, I am cackling at her. But I watched <laughs> an interview with her and she said, she, you know how much they were paid? This is pre-Survivor. This is pre, like, all the major... Uh, reality shows. Do you know how much they were paid for that season? Take a guess. I, I bet. I bet nothing because I feel like that was a time when they were probably trying to push it as like, oh, you should be flattered that like you're you're on this show and the exposure you'll get and blah blah blah. But I don't know. Tell me how much were they? They paid? didn't even talk about exposure. She was. They were paid at the end of this the taping five thousand mm. dollars without tax. Wow. For a show, by the way, that footage that they use in perpetuity because it's MTV. They have wow. used this footage in perpetuity. They get nothing from any replays, nothing. They've gotten nothing. So she's like, I have, we have been famous, quote unquote, for over 20 years, but we were famous and broke. Right. Broke. Right. Wow. So like, she's like, oh, yeah, people, you know, will say, oh my God, I love you. Yeah, so they got the fame without any of the perks that you get. You should potentially get with fame, which is money. They never made yep. any money. So MTV would, you know, they played that show 24 fucking hours a day and they only got, she goes, it goes, and I'll tell you what it was after taxes because I remember it was like $3,200. So oh my that's gosh. all they got. Crazy. How? Crazy. But like, but yeah, but so yes, they have that is jobs like my life. on the show? They did. They did. This season in particular, they worked for a uh, New Orleans public access channel and they produced, quote unquote, a couple of shows for the public access channel. So, yes, they did. They had, you know, a menial job on the show, but they weren't making like significant money. And it was pre-social media. So there wasn't like brands or, you know, things that how how they do now to make money. None of that existed back then. There was barely Internet. So like. Right. Um. Yeah, so they got all the fame and notoriety. The, the notoriety people knew who they were, but they were making it, barely making it just like everybody else was. So that was a, a rollout. Now it's different now, you know, there's you know, the Kardashians, these big, big, big situations. I watch like Love is Blind on Netflix and they're all doing uh, ads on their Instagrams. Right. So like, it's such a different world now how to make money. And they didn't have that option. What they did back then was college tours. They would, you know, go to colleges and speak and make a few bucks oh, right. here and there. But that still wasn't enough to like make a living. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. all that. Oh my gosh. Because like yes. the real world was But Nikki, what was your first... favorite season? Oh well no. Well so what I was gonna say first was like so the real world, what I remember is like that that was the first I think, I think it was the first reality TV show. I mean, that's what gave yes, it is. the term. Yes. Yeah. Reality TV. Yeah. Yes. So my, yes. my favorite, what was my favorite season? I think I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I remember 
I definitely remember New York because, you know, growing up in Jersey and I think New York was the first one. And I think yeah, um, there was, yeah, there was one dude on there who was like some sort of like Calvin Klein model. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, whatever. I don't even know his name now. Eric, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can't even yeah. remember. Yes, Eric, I forgot his last name. Yeah. Oh, it was Eric. Okay. Look at me. Okay. Yes. Um, very good. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Thank you. I think the other season that stood out to me. So like New Orleans stood out because that was the first time I had heard about Mormonism. I didn't know there were, you know, a, a religion, Mormonism, Mormons. I had no idea. And that Wait, I think which was season? which season? I think it was New Orleans. Was that the one? Is Julie New Orleans? Yes. Yes. Julie. Yes. Yeah. Julie's New Orleans yep. and she is Mormon. Right. Yes. Because I, re- oh I remember Julie in this yeah. homecoming series is a hot what was that like? mess. She's a mess, but uh, carry on. Oh, wait. Oh, I want to hear. Okay. Well, uh, we got to come back to Julie then. But uh, the other season that I remember. But yes. Okay. The other, the other season I remember that stood out for me, I think was Hawaii because that was the one where I forgot the woman's name. Shruti, I think it was where she. Ruthie. Ruthie. That was it. That was it. She was going to get into the car and drunk drive. And I remember like, oh my God, this is the first time, you know, producers are stepping, you know, Mm -hmm. they're coming in front of the camera and that was supposed to be this crazy big deal. And they had to stop her. And she was like, I'm sure a legit alcoholic. Um, But those, those were the seasons that stood out for me because those were the ones that for whatever reason, just given like those respective cast members or the drama that occurred. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That made, that also reminded me of was new Orleans. No, wait, 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 hold on. There was a season where a girl gets slapped and I can't Seattle. I think it was where Seattle, uh, Irene. Yes. 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 Seattle and Irene. Steven slaps Irene. Yes. 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 Which like would have been a huge issue now, but I just remember seeing the episode and was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, all right. I mean, whatever. Eh." I felt like back then I thought, ah, she kind of deserved it, but (laughs) I don't know. That's not right. But yeah, those, those are the seasons. I I think I remember thinking that too, like, oh yeah, she was an asshole. She deserved that slap. But in hindsight, no. (laughs) No, right, 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 right. But glazed over it. Yeah, definitely a different world. The 90s were weird. Yes. Wait, so fill me in on Julie. Tell me about Julie, because she she stood out. I remember that. She stood out from New Orleans. So fill me in. Well, Julie, over the 20 years, I think a lot of them, especially right after the airing, you know, they were doing mm-hmm. these college tours and making money the best they can. Julie did some dirty shit afterward and basically, like, either her or agents on her behalf wrote letters about other cast members saying they were bad people and you should hire me instead, blah, 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 blah. And like, people ain't forget. So that was like the first couple of episodes. There's only been two released and they've been, that was like one of the bigger subjects. Like, Hey, you kind of fucked me 20 years ago and I couldn't get gigs, but you were taking them or lowballing so that they would hire you instead of me. And, 
you know, it was Danny, who's a gay man, and Melissa, who is a person of color. And like, yeah, way to destroy our our livelihoods because you are the white girl who's Mormon and is taking food out of other people's mouths. So that was like a cup there. That's been interesting. And she's no longer Mormon. She's like allegedly atheist. She's married with kids, but she's like a hot mess. So she gives very like, I'm a grieved white woman. Very, I don't know. She just, I don't know. She kind of makes me nuts. So <laughs> I am not a fan of Julie 2.0. I am not a fan. She just gives me, I have not grown up. I mm. definitely don't understand my white girl privilege and she uses it at every second. So Ooh. yeah, not a fan of Miss Julie, but I, yeah, that alone, I swear to God, that'll be enough for me to watch because she, she yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah, just, stood yeah. out. Oh man! Yes. Damn, and now she's Julie. standing out for all the wrong reasons. Now, yes. Mm. Oh <sighs> so, man! So anyway, if you guys want to watch, it's on Paramount again. I love it. If you guys are previous '90s and early 2000s rural watchers, um, this is up your alley. Um, clearly, I'm dating myself, but this is the shit I loved. <laughs> I loved the original seasons. I like you know back thinking of it now. I'm like, damn, I was like really young watching these older, I won't say grown because they were barely grown, but older right. people doing ridiculous things and being, being like, oh my God, this is so cool. They're like, this is so cool. I know. <laughs> but um, I just but we thought all these did. people were amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I'm getting we- my life. I love the revisit. I love everything mm-hmm. about this show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I got to check it out. I have to, I got to watch it. I definitely want to see the, I guess, is it the first season? The, Cause they, New York, they revisited New York, right? There's a New York reunion. Yes. They did New York and okay. LA. Yep. And this okay. is the third oh, one they right. did, which is uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm definitely going to watch New York. Super excited for that one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to tune in for, New Orleans and check that out. Pay my $4 a month and try and watch everything in a month and be like, yeah, I'm done now. Give me back my money. Uh, (laughs) But no, that is, I am, I am here for it. That, that show, same as you, Yentl, it was such a huge part of, I don't know, me growing up. And I remember idolizing them. Yeah. I remember, I yeah. even, I think I had friends that I didn't apply, but I think I had some friends that I tried to apply okay. for, you know, okay. future seasons and didn't get it, but it was serious. It was serious. That It was that serious. Show. I will say one thing. I feel like mm. the change in the show, and I believe I was a senior in high school, so around 2002, 2003. And I will never mm-hmm. forget this. This is when the rule became ra- raunchy, kind of very similar okay. to what we think of reality television in 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. The season of Las Vegas. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. I was just going to say that. Yep. Yep. Vague. I totally, oh, re- I know exactly. That was the turning I, point in that, yes. in that series. That was the turning yep. point. Yep. Yes. I absolutely that remember that. That reminds me of reality television today. Yes. Absolutely. It became like Girls Gone Wild. 
It yep. became very like, let's have sex in a nasty hot tub with hot 5,000 tub. people watching us. Let's do menage trois. Let's do, uh, I didn't wear a condom that might be pregnant. Like it, be, it just, yes. everything was on steroids. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yes. yes. Memories are, oh. memories are popping up now. Yes. yes that season flooding to back. me is, that season is definitely reminiscent of how I would describe reality television in 2022. So I don't know if producers <sighs> change or just the people change, or, you know, people who they, uh, you know, decided to go on the cast and the cast on the show. I don't know what that was. It just upped the ante. And yes, as a 18 year old, I thought, oh my God, this is so crazy. So cool. I'm about to get it, go to college. So like, hell yeah, I want to watch this. But, <laughs> but as a 36 year old now, that's trash television and I would not yes. watch it. But um, yeah, that oh. that's where I think the turning point was for me in the real world. And yeah, it was great then because I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. Right. And now yep. I'm like, get that shit out of here. No thanks. <laughs> and you know, and I remember that season. I remember being, so I definitely remember the shift because it, it just got real raunchy, like you said. And then I also remember being a little annoyed because I think that was the first season when where there was like a lot of black people and by a lot I I feel like there was three there was like three black cast members and I just remember thinking like <laughs> oh man like like why why right. is it yeah yeah there was a lot it was there was like I think there was one there was one hot chick there was one hot no there was two hot chicks and there was one hot guy and I just remember that season thinking, man, of all the seasons to be on, like why they got to be on this one? Like, I remember that going through my mm-hmm. head for, for that season. But, oh, man, what was that dude's name? Was it Alton? I mean, all I remember is, I think there was an Alton, but the only girl I remember's name is Trishelle. That was the one that yes. might have got pregnant and... Yes. So she was like, yeah, hooking up with everybody. I remember Trishel. Yes. I'm Googling yeah. right now because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, it started coming back to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. That was the beginning ooh. of the end. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Now I need them to do that. Now I'm waiting for that reunion because that is absolutely mm-hmm. one I have to watch. Cause that was, that one was fucking insane. It like legit. I'm Googling the photos. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. Now I all remember it was nuts. None of them <laughs> did just, they were all like, none of them were okay. Like all of them, each of them was like a hot mess, but in their own way. And there was like that blonde, yeah. not blonde, but the brunette. Drinking involved. Yes. 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 <sighs> A lot of alcohol. They would sleep all day and party all night. Yeah. I mean, yes, again, as a teenager, 17, 18, this was like the best television. But as a grown up, I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch the homecoming of it. I mean, they're all probably, you know, all my age or, you know, or a little older, (laughs) early 40s or at least close to that. And I'm sure their lives are significantly different. But I just, you know, you, you want... I don't know. I'm seeking for myself. Yeah, I would like to see where they are now, but I don't know if I would watch the series of Homecoming. Well, maybe I would. I don't know. 
I don't know, but they gave such trash content. I'm like, what? What are we? What are we gonna talk about? Like more hot tubs? I don't. I don't understand. So um, I mean, but yes, yes, y'all. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. There's just to see in in terms of you know when you were talking about like the idea of like whether or not these folks have grown. That's a cast mm-hmm. that I absolutely would want to know where True. they're at. Like I'd want to see. They grown? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. True. Yes. I'm with that. I, I, yes. I agree with you. Yeah. That was a shit show of a season. It Um, was. But yes. uh, But like staying on the early 2000s kick, what did you watch this weekend, Miss Nikki? (laughs) Yeah. So to keep the party going, to keep the uh, early 2000s going, I saw this weekend, I watched the Abercrombie, I can't even pronounce the name now, Abercrombie and Fitch uh, documentary Oh Lord, it, I mean, okay. So it, it brought me back. Um, I well, first forgot. off, if you don't know, sure. If you don't know about Abercrombie and Fitch, it is a clothing line. Uh, I think it's actually been around for a, longer than what we think. I was going to say 20 a years, but it's probably a lot older. Right, yeah. like significantly older than that, but it became very popular early two thousands. A lot of young twenty something white people bought uh, love that <laughs> line, and they would have a t shirt for like seventy five dollars. And I'm not kidding, by the way, I am no, not you're kidding. Not. Um, you're not kidding. But anyway, carry on just to give context of what you're talking about. No. Right. No, no. I, and it's good you said that because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking everybody knows about this brand and they probably they probably do not know the Abercrombie and Fitch of the 90s, early 2000. Like it, it's gone through a whole evolution slash transition. Yeah. So, right. I don't know that folks even know this, but right. So when we were growing up, it was... It, it was, yes, it was very whitewashed. It was sort of like this brand that was, I would say, kind of preppy. Um, what was also trippy or just looking back now, it's just fucking weird, is that it was this store in the mall and they had like uh, teenage slash young 20 models, young 20 something models sort of like plastered on their on their walls. So it would be like just hot dudes, like jacked hot dudes, just, you know, sweating and playing football with their shirts off and like wearing like low rise jeans. And then the chicks were always, you know, in some sort of bikini top and short Mm -hmm. shorts and, you know, I don't know, fucking braiding each other's hair. I don't know. There was, there was always some like sports activity that they were doing. And that was, I I hate to say this, but yeah, it was my jam back in the day because I grew up in, you know, suburban New Jersey. That was very much, that was a popular brand. I remember shelling out the $75. I remember like it was, I think it was a sweatshirt and I just, I wore it like all the fucking time. And because oh I God. paid so much money for it. <laughs> like money for and it. <laughs> right, right. And it was like this weird status symbol for high schoolers. It it was it was so bizarre. Again, looking back, it just it, it was a weird brand. But this documentary talked about all of that. It talked about how it it kind of was this brand of exclusion where 
you know, the whole idea was that like back in the day, it really was a brand of, you know, not everyone can wear our clothes. We don't make certain sizes. We have a certain Mm -hmm. aesthetic that we're going for. Mm -hmm. The aesthetic Mm -hmm. was, you know, quote unquote, all American. Spoiler. Yes. (laughs) Right. White, white blondes. White. Yes. Yep. White and thin. Um, And the documentary also talked about, and, and I didn't, I knew some of this, but I I did not know all of it. I kind of, because I think by the time the discrimination stuff started happening. I think I was in college already, but it talked Mm -hmm. about how there were these discrimination lawsuits. One in particular, one woman was telling her story in particular. She was um, one of, I think a couple plaintiffs that were, I think it was, they were part of like a class action suit actually, uh, you know, citing racial discrimination. And she told the story about how, you know, she was first, she, she got hired, she used to work the floor. And then all of a sudden they started scheduling her for like night shifts, like to come in and sort of restock things and clean up. And she, she would ask her manager, like, Hey, what's going on? Like, I really want to, you know, I'm confused as to why my hours got changed. You know, I really want to work the floor. And they were like, Oh, Mm -hmm. well, you know, it's nothing with you. It's just, you know, there's just a lot of things going on. And she said at one point she said to her manager, well, you know, Hey, I have a friend who's willing to switch with me. Like they'll switch shifts. And then the manager said, Oh no, we don't really like people switching shifts. And she's like, well, I I just don't. Yeah. And she's like, I just don't want to, you know, be, uh, just in charge of like sweeping. Like, I don't want to be the person who's like dusting and sweeping. And she said her manager was like, Oh, but so-and-so you're so good at it. Like why you're so good. And kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I don't even know if I said it, but it was a, a black woman, a young black woman. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, it just crazy craziness. There was also the drama of and this this is the one I remember. I don't remember the 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 like the racial discrimination in terms of who they hired, but I remember them coming under fire because they would make these like graphic tees and it would always be some sort of like like tongue in cheek saying shit. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. But they were, I, I think when they first started, it would be like, there would be like sexual innuendos. They weren't racial. Yes. It was just kind of like weird sexual yeah. stuff. And then the one, the infamous one was like two Wongs will make it white. And the graphic yeah. was two like Asian dudes. Like supposedly it was supposed to be a, uh, an advertisement quote unquote for uh, a dry cleaner. And it's just mm-hmm. like, ooh, Lord. But can I just oh, give some more ha- context? This was like oh, 2004, go, go, 2005. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. people in general, and I do this myself, like, oh, that was just a long time ago. That wasn't a long I was I was grown no. when this was going right. on. I was grown. Yep. I was, you yes. know, young grown. I was, but I was like between 18 and 21 while all of this yes. was happening. And like, you know, this is a real thing. They were, they were racist. They were Mm -hmm. fucking all of the above the, their aesthetic. And they were very, they did not hide it. They didn't hide who they did not want in their store. They did not want fat people. They certainly didn't want black people. Um, they were very clear on who their demo was and it was not me. Yeah. Um, there was a store that, yeah, I wanted to be popular and, 
or at least like where what other kids are wearing. But I couldn't get anything in that store. I think the biggest size they went to was like a size like eight or ten. So it was yeah. very clear that unless you wanted to wear boys clothes and I don't want to do that. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it was very clear who they wanted that to be, who wanted who they wanted to like look like and like they were yeah. very exclusionary and you know yes they yes. they first they made it overpriced for a fucking t-shirt mm-hmm. um, right. or whatever else you wanted to buy so they were already excluding right. certain people of uh certain levels of income and then like right. very clear on who they wanted to represent them because i i, mm-hmm. I maybe once or twice went into abercrombie do you remember the smell sorry to go all oh, over the place yes. do you remember so they- the smell Oh, yes. they oh, they uh, talked about uh, that it so i cracked oh a joke God. like oh, way back when and it was like it smelled like it was like like child porn this is what i said i like wrote this once it was like child <laughs> pornography and like banaka remember banaka it was like that shit oh, you would my like God. yes yes and it and it just it was the sm- and it stayed in you. It was like yes. you can be in Abercrombie and Fitch for all of five minutes, and you will yes. walk out and smell mm-hmm. like I, there was nothing great about that. Perfect, and it, it gave you a headache. If I worked there, I would yes. like faint. There's no fucking yes. way. Yeah. And remember, they used to play the music was stupid loud. It was like a club. Like you'd go in and yes. you'd be like, mm, yes. mm, 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 mm. and you're like, yes. what the. F- Fuck, I can't hear anything. Yes. What is going yes. on? Yeah, it, it that was that was it. And and what the documentary the documentary I thought was excellent because it touches on all this stuff that like you and I probably are very aware of, but mm-hmm. I think there's things that we take that I don't think we I don't think we realize how much of a role it played in our generation and also all the 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 negative things that it it was responsible for. So, you know, the fact that it was this brand and yeah, I'm sure there were other brands that were kind of doing this, but because it had this weird, like modeling aspect to it, it really just like, I remember thinking this, like, I remember, I swear to God, I remember thinking, well, I'm not pretty. And not even, I don't think at that time I was even thinking about race. I think for me, it was about weight. It was like, well, Mm. I'm not pretty because I can't fit into this clothes, into these like jeans. I couldn't wear their jeans. Mm -hmm. I remember that for sure. None of their jeans, none of their jeans fit me. And by no means was I, you know, what anyone would consider overweight, but like they just, they were not made for you know, uh, uh, different body types. I'll put it that right. way. It just was not, right. they, they weren't, it was very straight and narrow. Um, but I, I, I very much remember thinking I am not pretty because I cannot wear the, these clothes. And because they were so popular and because I felt like so many kids, like that's what they would wear because mm-hmm. we couldn't, they, they were, it was a brand that while it was expensive, it was still, and they talk about this, it was still attainable for high school kids in that you, we couldn't go out and buy Ralph Lauren or, 
you know, uh, Tommy Hill figure, like those were like expensive, expensive, but you could maybe, if you saved up your allowance, you could maybe get something at Abercrombie. Or beg your parents. Right. Or yes. Be- right. Or beg exactly. Your parents. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 And Agreed. So, Agree. Yeah. It, it was just that brand that I remember thinking like, not everyone was wearing it. So not only am I not pretty quote unquote, but I am poor. Like it was the realization like, oh shit, like I am poor because I don't, I can at best saving up my money, get one fucking sweatshirt. Like once I knew motherfuckers. Or a t-shirt for that merit. Yeah. Right. Right. And I remember motherfuckers just like having a wardrobe from Mm -hmm. Abercrombie and Fitch, like just coming Mm -hmm. in wearing different t-shirts and shit. And I was like, where Mm -hmm. are y'all getting this money? Am I, am I poor? I'm poor. (laughs) Oh, I'm poor. That's what it is. So if you haven't seen it, y'all, and you are a 90, you, you came of age in the, in the 90s, early 2000s, watch it because, and there's, there's a ton of other stuff that they go into, but it is, it will not only bring you back, but it will infuriate you because to what Yentl's saying, this wasn't that long ago. Like no, this is like no. within our lifetime and yeah. i and, and I, not as everything. a kid i was i was right. a young adult this wasn't right. that long ago i will say right. um they've abercrombie in the last like few years have tried to right some of their wrongs yes um, if you haven't checked out abercrombie recently they make it very clear that they are inclusive they they have had yes. a major rebrand new Absolutely. owners new everything yep. uh yep. they are very inclusive with um your, you know, with sizing, with their models, mm-hmm. different body types, they have yes. made a, have done a 180 in the fashion world. And actually, maybe a month or two ago, I recently bought some Abercrombie, and it's good quality oh. clothes, and it's right and like not super expensive. Like it's not ninety dollars for a t shirt or something. So right. they've dropped their prices. They're reasonable. It's not like it's not like a you know, uh, H&M prices, but there it's a good right. quality of clothing that apparently they're, I haven't mm. bought jeans yet, but apparently their jeans are great and they fit everybody. Um, Ooh. and they have, yes. So try some Abercrombie jeans. Um, and yes, they have done a 180 in the last like few years. So if you have not checked out okay. Abercrombie, check it yes. out. Yes, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, that's it, girl. That just, that's everyone that's check all. it out, but that's all yeah, I got for my nineties. The early 2000s, the early aughts, as they call it, the early aughts yes. memory lane. Yeah. Yes. All yes. right. Oh, well, I man. got one more. I got one more early aughts for you. It is called Ooh. Jersey Trivia. So my Jersey Trivia question is still in the same realm, but it's obviously okay. a Jersey driven question. So, Miss Nikki, in the early aughts, okay. we had a governor, and actually ties into the real world a little bit. We had a governor who was embroiled in a major controversy where he had Ooh. to resign from his governorship because he was found to be gay. What is his yes. name? God, um, shit. What was that? Was that McGreevy? <laughs> yes. Congratulations! You get a call. Thank you. No. 
Thank you. I want a car. I'll send, yes. you a, I'll send you a toy car in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jim McGreevy. If you did not know about Mr. McGreevy, which I, I think the whole fucking nation knows about Jim McGreevy. Jim McGreevy mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, he was elected as governor of New Jersey. Uh, at the at the same time, he was actively having an affair with a uh, staff member. It started pre-governorship mm-hmm. uh, um, and lasted throughout. The staff member, uh, I think things were, I, I read a little bit about this before we started, but um, yeah. I actually read a little bit of his memoir. But um, apparently the staff member, of course, wanted to, uh, I'm going to say continue the relationship. He was more interested in the power that he would get sure. from being with Jim McGreevy versus the actual relationship. He threatened to come right. out about it. Excuse me. He threatened to extort. Uh, Jim's like, eh, I'm good on that. So I'm just going to come out. Um, just FYI, <laughs> Jim McGreevy was married, uh, yep. just had a baby. Um, so that mm-hmm. was obviously a big fucking deal. He resigned. And yeah, I think he now lives a life like he still does public service, but non elected official. Yes. Um, yep. And that is his world. So funny hey, story. That's all I got. Go ahead. Okay, you are so you're totally right. He still does uh, stuff in public service because it was funny. I I did something for my my nine to five, and there okay. was some event that he was at, and it was okay. so funny because I immediately I recognized him, but I was like, because he wasn't he wasn't a, a pan, he wasn't on a panel he wasn't speaking, but. He was, he was at something like he was at a table at some sort of like public interest, um, organization or advocacy group. Right. Right. But I, so I saw him at the table and I'm with a friend of mine and I'm like this, why do I know this man? Girl, (laughs) I could not for the life of me, I I could not place him. And then I was, and so here, here goes my ignorant ass. I was like, oh shit, is that the governor that got outed? Or like that, like that whole drama? And I like had to Google and I was like, oh my God, that is him. He's totally here. This is him. Girl. Yeah. No. And then I did the same thing. I like went and like read up and I was like, what has he been up to? What's he been doing? Yeah. He's, he's doing, he seems to be doing well. He's been, you yeah. know, living the life of, of public interest slash service and yeah, good good for him. I will say though, like I even remember when that drama came out or mm-hmm. whatever, the perceived drama. I remember thinking like, okay, like I didn't even at that time I was like, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. Because Well, I, I will say yeah like, people we we as people in general love things that are salacious. So that's one. Sure. And it was a little salacious. Um but mm-hmm. you know, more importantly he didn't resign because just FYI, he didn't resign because right. he was gay. He resigned because there was, was impropriety. No, 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 no. You know, oh, that you wasn't it? I mean, you could oh. no, you don't you could be married and like have an affair. <laughs> that's the case, nobody no, no. would be in office. But um right, right. I, no, I thought that's sued. why he resigned though. No, he resigned oh. because there the the guy he was having the affair with was on his mm-hmm. staff. Now that 
is an ethics oh. and inappropriate. Yes, you cannot fuck people on your payroll. So that's where the <laughs> ethics issue lies. So yeah, that is the misconduct oh. that he decided, you know what, instead of going back and forth and people questioning, should I, you know, should I remain in this position? I'm just going to resign. Oh. Like it's not, yes. So yes, you can have okay. an affair <laughs> and be okay. governor. You just can't have the motherfucker on your payroll. That's all. Okay. I, I must have, I missed it when I was young then, because I, re, I remember thinking that like, oh, why are people so caught up in him having an because affair? The, that is the story and, when you're gay. If sure, he was a straight man. Sure. Well, mm-hmm. it's coming off of post Clinton. It probably still was a big deal. Even if, even if right. he was, even if it was the affair was with a woman, but not as strong. Sure. Um, right, and like, right. he was another old, he didn't lie like Bill Clinton did. So like none of that happened. Right. Um, but it's right. super salacious when the affair is with a man you are presenting as a straight male. Yeah. Sure. And then he wrote a memoir. Right. He wrote a book how like he would like have sex and, you know, stops off the turnpike and bathrooms. Like, yeah, that stuff Aww. is good. You know, Matias. He, yeah. He was, yeah. he said he was involved in that type of stuff. And like, there's like, there was, I don't know if that still exists, but mm. it was like a network of like, that's where gay men would stop and, have random sex with people. Um, mm. And he said when he was in law school in DC, there was like this like bar he would go to. And it was like the undercover network of men from all walks of life wow. would secretly go in there and have sex with people or group sex or individual sex. Like, so there wow. was this like yeah. underground network. I'm sure it still exists for some, but probably sure. not as much as it was 20, 30 years ago. But yeah, that right, was like a right. thing. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, you know, I that just, stuff is salacious. For- it's, you know, that's the stuff right. that sells the New York Post. So there you go. Right. Right. Ooh, man. No. So you, you brought, you brought me back. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I'm glad I got it though. I was like, Oh, I'm trying to remember, please Lord, let me not forget his name. Because again, when I saw him, I was like, what was his name? What was, it? I could not remember his name and had to Google like disgraced governor of New Jersey. And like- <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a good looking guy. He's looking very yes. good looking guy. You can tell he keeps himself very good up. looking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He looked. Yeah. He he looked very good. Like he he looked, and and I remember thinking this too because he looked fit, like he didn't look that much older than no, me. No. I was like, I was he like, what's this guy like? Forty five, fifty? Like he, he can't be 60. him. He looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's in his like, okay. early sixties now, and he looks great. So he looks good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh well. Yes. Go ahead. Mr. McGreevy, good for you. Yeah. I hope you're doing well. Um, <laughs> I just can't believe <laughs> uh, I couldn't remember him in that moment. And I was like, nope, nope, that, that's him. Had to do the Google. I was like, okay, okay, I got it, got it. But uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for the uh, the trivia and the the throwback. I am the- early aughts in this bitch, okay? Yes. I am 36 the early aughts were my formidable years of growing up mm-hmm. being a quote unquote adult, even though I can't believe I'm an adult, but that's uh-huh. besides the point. So this is like my favorite <laughs> era. So sorry. I know we probably have no young people listening to this shit anyway. So enjoy the throwbacks. Yeah. Enjoy it. And I know, and what I'm, what I also suspect is going to happen is that if there were any young people listening, 
they might be hearing some of this stuff and being like, no, that was a while ago. You're talking 20, 30 years. And I want to be like, no, bitch, no, bitch. (laughs) It's in my lifetime. It's not that far. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut up. Okay. True. We don't care about y'all though. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Uh, oh wait one last thing i know i know it is time but i i'm i totally forgot to tell you this the the dinner the dinner we did when we cooked our meals Mm -hmm. girl sat across the table from a couple from central jersey totally did did. you shade them did you shade them I I did. I I yes. And I think that may have been why they I felt like towards the end of the night they were like, okay, we gotta go. Um and I was like, oh, hopefully see you around. And they're like, yeah, if it's meant to be, it will be. And I was like, okay, I know what that line is. Um <laughs> But I did. I kept asking them, like, I said, like, oh, well, I'm sorry. So Taylor Ham or pork roll? And they were like, pork roll. I'm like, that that doesn't no, that doesn't sound right. And then like my husband was my husband was jumping in and he's like, yeah, my wife has a theory that there's no such thing. It's like Central Jersey. And the guy's like, yeah, I guess that's fair. Like most people will say probably where I grew up is South. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I bet they would. Bet they would because you're South. So, yeah, just want to just to close it all out. Bring it back to the Jersey. Yep totally trolled them and they could not get away from us quick enough at the end of the night. So, yep. Wow. Did my part. Did Nikki, my part. Instead of making friends in New, in New Jersey, she's <laughs> losing. She's making enemies in New Jersey. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, look, I, 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 I stand, I, I don't know. I don't regret it. So whatever. I, lovely couple lovely couple just not from the right part of jersey whatever um (laughs) on that note um yeah miss yentl you want to close this out you got any uh final oh my god uh rock real world uh homecoming on paramount uh abercrombie is better now please um i'm not going to plead for you to buy into capitalism but if you need a new pair of jeans check out abercrombie and like right. shout outs to like people like fucking lowing their truth, like you know, being yes. courageous and being public about, especially back then, was like a big deal. Being you know, yeah. yes, coming out was Absolutely. really really hard back then. So yeah, um, shout outs to people kind of jump starting that and making it something that felt it was okay. And some people it's still not okay, but at least we right. have some examples of people you know, unofficially kind of being Mm -hmm. a a advocate for it. Yeah. So by just living their life and that's all I got for y'all tonight. (laughs) No, that is great. Everything Yentl said, ditto. Um, Yeah, no, that's what we got for y'all. Hope everyone is doing well. And then until next week, I guess we'll we'll say bye. Bye. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.